think about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Orlando, you guys fucking suck. Welcome to the Battered Herons podcast. I am your host, Chris Duran, a.k.a. KBD, and I am going to be doing this show dolo for tonight. Uh, Danny is actually coming down from Orlando. He was out there in Old Town uh, enjoying some of the scenery. Uh, what a game, huh, guys? Uh, here we are. It was 1-1. It was, uh, it, I mean, obviously the second goal, the first goal that we allowed, the only goal that we allowed from Orlando kind of sucked. Um, but we're going to recap all of that stuff. We got a couple topics that I, uh, it's been strong in my head what I kind of wanted to go over because uh, I've been playing a little bit on Twitter today. And these Orlando people, I mean, I look, I thought fan bases are typically delusional, but these guys in Orlando, right? I mean, they are just another, uh, they're another level of delusional. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it would have been great to have the game uh, where we won, obviously. Uh, I don't know how to say your name. Uh, hey, what's up, man? Yes, good day for Inter Miami. We got a point, right? We didn't We didn't stay in the same spot. Um I'm going to go over the standings in just a little bit. Everybody is pretty happy with the result. I mean, look, when you when you go and you play an away game, obviously you, you want to get a win, and especially against a team like a rival, right, like uh, Orlando. Um, Leonardo, yes, that is, uh, that is accurate. They are, yes, that, that team has a, a bunch of clowns as fans and guys that eat sandwiches pretty weirdly, you know, uh, you know. But obviously, when you go to play a team, I mean, you want to come out with three points, right? And especially against an in-state rival. But in in the trajectory where we're at, right, we we can afford to take one loss and the rest have to be wins. Um, so walking away with a tie against Orlando where they thought that they were going to mop us, right? And uh, this this might be a little shout out to to my daughter, right? Because we were talking about vacuum clean, right? Because everybody, how do you say vacuum cleaner in spanish right vacuum cleaning i mean I, we googled it it's like all, a bunch of other names uh, off topic you guys got cleaned up orlando and i got the purple vacuum for you and everything papa how are you guys gonna lose against us when you said that we had nobody to play against you guys you guys are tremendo so yes you want to walk away with three points but Unfortunately, we couldn't get that in. Um, we walk away with a one-one tie. Stay with a point. And what? A, and hold on. There's a question here. Uh, Z King is asking when can Avilis not get booked? Listen, this guy's a crazy person. We're gonna go over that. Well, that's one of the topics. That's one of the topics that I I wanted to uh, that I wanted to go over. Right. Um, I was the one. Okay, well, we'll talk, we'll link up a little bit later. Listen, uh, fall river, river cards. I, how are you going to say playoffs don't look good? I mean, we still got a chance. Listen, if you're still in the fight, you're still in the fight. There's no way you could say that we don't have a chance or it doesn't look good. Um, and then PK chiming in. Yeah, Aviles was uh, way too wild and reckless. I mean, I guess that's what you get for an inexperienced player, a young player. Uh, you kind of get the same energy from like Ben Krem and a little bit from David Ruiz, uh, which you know what? Now that we're on that topic, right? I want to talk a little bit about built, not bought, because there was like a big thing made out during the game where we supposedly, I guess, buy everything that we have and we're not built and all this other garbage, right? I mean, we literally have like, I think it was five players that were homegrown players that were playing in this game, starting in this game. Uh, 
the one player that scored a goal for us, David Ruiz, is a homegrown player. I mean, what are these guys talking about? What are you, what are you guys talking about, Orlando? Built, not bought. And you guys are clueless. You guys are literally clueless. And I hope that we have some Orlando fans here because you guys are legitimately delusional. You guys are legitimately delusional. Uh, if any of you guys got some thoughts about the whole built, not bought thing, I, I'd love to hear what you guys are thinking about that. Um, and one thing I could say is, yeah, Mr. Krabs is mentioning here in the chat, no matter what, we need to sign better defenders this offseason. You know, uh, Kamal Miller is a, is a good defender. I mean, I don't know if he's going to stay here long term or anything like that, because I, I know that he has aspirations to go on the other side of the pond. Right. Um, but. He's a good defender. I mean, Kristoff, he got what? He got dinged up or got tired. I don't know. And I mean, we got, we don't have bad defenders. We have and we have Jordi Alba now, right? And Noah Allen's starting to develop. So I don't want to say that we have bad defenders. I mean, I guess we can add an, an extra one. And Baldwin, yeah, San Diego just spent five hundred million dollars. Yeah, I mean, listen, but that's what you have to do, man. If you want to reach another level, right? You know, I, I asked a question in one of the tweets by one of these Orlando clowns. I asked him, like, what? You don't want to see the MLS grow? You don't want to see the MLS grow? You don't you, you want to stay in your in your Barney playground playing with all the same kids that you play with? You don't want to see the league grow? You don't want to see your team grow? And let me tell you, Orlando is one of those teams that I feel like they can bag like a pretty good uh, like a like a free agent, like a player that's willing to come over to Orlando. Um, but I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand what the whole built, not bought thing, I guess, because of the whole sanction deal. Um, but listen, we're playing within the lines now, right? I mean, we're under sanctions, but next year, all bets are off, baby. You can't be able to pull that kind of talk with us. Yeah, and, and Rohan, perfect point. Orlando's just salty. They couldn't get Neymar. Listen, Neymar went to go get that bag. Neymar went to go get the bag, and uh, and they're super salty about that. And and their boy Facundo is going to be leaving at some point too. I mean, that guy's not staying for sure. For sure. He's not staying. And and Mike V uh, apologizing that DeSantis taxed Mickey Mouse and now they're broke. Sucks to suck, Barney. Yep, that's... They want to keep playing in the same playground in the same, you know, sandbox. So that's just a little bit about what I wanted to go over with with that whole built, not bought thing. I mean, if you guys have, you know, more on that, you can be able to chime in in the chat. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have um, some thoughts about, you know, about that. Now, one thing that I wanted to go over before I start recapping what happened in the first half and in the second half, because. uh because what ended up happening was is is the starting lineup just sort of triggered me a little bit. Uh, I'm going to post a starting lineup here. So for you guys that are on um, on YouTube, uh, I posted up the starting lineup right here. And for you that are on audio, it's displayed as a 4-4-2. So we have uh, Noah Allen left back, Kristoff and Aviles playing center backs with Yedlin playing the right back. Kramaski supposedly playing the left mid, Taylor playing the right mid. David Ruiz Arroyo playing in the center midfield. And then you have Martinez and Campana up at the top, right? And now, this starting lineup, what, what happened here is this sort of struck me very odd because, one, it was projected that Facundo would be starting. He didn't. It was projected that Kamal Miller would be starting. He didn't. And here we are with... Aviles that started and ended up playing like a real crazy person, which we'll go over in a little bit. And then we had uh, this 4-4-2 ended up switching over to like uh, Taylor ended up playing on the left. Kremaski was over on the right. And then it ended up being like a five, ended up being like a 5-3-2 sort of deal. Or they would alternate between 5-3-2 and a 4-4-2. So this starting lineup just kind of struck me odd and I was very surprised by it because, and, and I'm going to put it back up again. I mean, did any of you guys expect this? Did any of you guys expect Aviles to get the start? Cause I didn't expect that. And I definitely didn't expect uh, Facundo 
not getting on the field. Uh, that's something that I definitely, definitely didn't expect. So moving on, right? So that's the picture of the starting 11. So we start the game, and I, I write notes typically during the game as, as it goes along to some of the main points, some of the things that really sort of stand out to me um, in the game. And I thought, well, first of all, that was really weird. And then there's a huge foul in the sixth minute by Aviles. Aviles just plays super duper aggressive, right? Tom, and I'm putting a, a little code on the bottom, which you guys can be able to see. Thomas Aviles is a crazy person, right? Am I the only one that's on that on that island that Thomas Aviles is a, a real crazy person? I, I, hold on. Drrr. You, was Aviles good? The, you guys in the chat, you guys that are that are in the chat right now, tell me if you agree with this gentleman or this this person here saying that Aviles was good. Was Aviles good? Uh, and then Andy the Crimson saying Aviles was stupid. <laughs> what contradicting points do we have here? Uh, PK mentioning that he is crazy most deaf. Noobs for hire mentioning he is young. Um, I mean, look, I want I want crazy in my center back, right? You kind of want you, ca yeah. And and Clara chiming in. Toto is reckless. Yep. Uh, I I look, Mister Spider Pig saying that his combative style is good. Look, I, I'm not going to tell you that that as a center back, you I you I guess you got have to have. I guess you have to have that sort of aggression in order to be be able to play that position effectively. Um, and, and this is, I guess, a good point right here by Kong Lei. Uh, Aviles wasn't bad, but he was reckless. Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, right? I mean, that recklessness is something that, listen, after he got that yellow card later on in my notes, right, I ended up writing down uh, after that after that foul, right, he gets a yellow card. And potentially another big foul, right? And it's a huge, it's a it's a huge challenge that he makes. Terrible challenge, right? And I thought that he was gonna get the other yellow. No hesitation. He got bailed out big time. And this was early, early in the game. This was an early, early play in the game, right? It's a little bit after the 25th minute, 26th minute, I believe, when he ended up possibly being able to obtain his second yellow card because his first yellow card was around the 23rd minute. And with the way that he was playing, uh, I'm, I'm actually very surprised that he didn't get sent off. I'm, I'm super surprised. Uh, yeah, and Mr. Krabs is in, agree is in agreement with me. Uh, Mr. Krabs saying Aviles was booked the first few seconds he got in. The Listen, this guy breathes on the field. He's getting a yellow card. This guy breathes on the field, and he's getting a yellow card. And Tarusha mentioning in the chat that we got way too many yellows. Yeah, we did. There was a lot of yellow cards, and I have it somewhere here. Uh, what was it? We got one, two, three, four, five. Let me see. So there's five, six yellow cards, I believe. Six yellow cards were handed, five or six, somewhere around that ballpark range. So, yes, a lot of yellow cards. I mean, you could tell that this was a derby, right? And we were playing aggressively, um, and, and, and it was going to be that kind of game, very chippy sort of game. And Mr. Spider Pig is also mentioning here that Martinez has lost his mojo. Listen, Martinez, is he's, he's lost it for a couple games now. Uh, he really does need to be able to, to, to do something. I don't know what's going, what's going on with that. And it's something that he's definitely going to have to pick up because I can imagine that Campana signing a long-term deal sort of gave him a really stiff punch to the gut. And so now, I mean, you know, I don't want to say what is he playing for, but he's looking at this situation as like, am I going to be here long-term or is this like, this is it for me, right? Um, I believe that that's, that's going to be coming in the future for sure. So we move on, right? Keep on covering the first half. Uh, David Ruiz, there was a play where he uh, where he basically lost the ball around the 17th minute. 
and he got bailed out. They called a foul. Uh, it was it was for us that they called it for, and he played the ball a little too uh, far away from him, uh, with not enough, I guess, uh, good enough touch, and he ended up losing the ball, and it was a super bailout because at that point, if they didn't call it. Orlando would have been a thousand miles per hour the other way. And Kung Lee is mentioning in the chat fair results for both teams. I mean, look, Orlando didn't really need the win. I mean, let's not get it twisted. Orlando didn't need this. We needed this more than they did. You know, they're in second place. They've already solidified the playoff spot, right? I mean, the the worst that can happen with them is that they're going to drop off, right? But, I mean, I imagine that they, of course, won in the game just because they're playing Inter-Miami. So the fact that you're getting up just to play us and you couldn't even be able to get Kamal Miller's tremendo cojones until after the first half, I feel sorry for you guys. You guys paid 400 300 plus bucks for tickets, and you couldn't even see Miller's cojones for a whole game. Only half of the game, right? No Messi, no Busquets, no Alba, no Cojones. You guys got freaking duped. You Barney heads got freaking duped big time. Jeez, uh, you guys in the chat, you're firing away, man. Thank you guys so much for chiming in the chat. You guys are awesome. You guys are literally amazing. And for those of you that are hanging out with me, thank you so much for hanging out in the chat, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you haven't done so. There should be a lot of likes right now. A lot of little thumbs up things going on there. So, other than Thomas Aviles, because later on he ended up kind of calming it down. So, we'll proceed in the first half. But one thing I noticed in the beginning is that we just couldn't get out of our out of our half, right? We weren't able to get like a really good push up uh, from any of our from any of our offensive minded players, and there was just not good enough passing going on not enough good ball rotation going on uh, a lot of players just didn't have a really good touch with the passes that were made um and look at my son chiming in like and sub yeah guys like and subscribe guys like and subscribe andy is asking where is danny uh danny is uh on his way down here i don't know if he's gonna join in or not uh, we'll see. I, I don't think so. But he's on his way down to Miami. He should be on tomorrow, right? And Joe Kerr is uh, to give us some props to my son. Thank you for that, Joe Kerr. Which, by the way, Joe Kerr, I, 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 it's a good thing that you do. You chimed in in here for sure. Um, you, you asked me about the guests last week. Listen, I don't know if it's going to happen tomorrow, if it's not going to happen tomorrow, but it might happen tomorrow. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll probably mention it sometime tonight, if not. Uh, tomorrow this is a great point by right absence of Busquets felt a lot yes for sure and that's the reason that we couldn't really get out of our own first half that's the reason that we couldn't get out of our first half in the in the out of our half in the first half we just couldn't get out we couldn't make any sort of I mean I think there were maybe like two or three strong plays where we sort of started playing a little bit more um, cleaner and getting guys down to the sides, which there is an image that I ended up uh, emailing myself. And I'm going to see if I can be able to grab this uh, real quickly. But I don't know if you guys saw in the broadcast, around halftime, Apple ended up uh, basically putting an image down uh, showing sort of where the attacking was occurring. Uh, for the game and I mean I I can't really screenshot it because Apple decides that they don't want anybody stealing their content even if it's just stupid graphics right uh, but I ended up taking a picture from my from my phone of this graphic which I'm going to go ahead and and put up now uh, it was a really interesting graphic hold on let me see here and uh and pk is mentioning here in the chat chris let's be honest tata lined up for a draw and he got it mission complete listen mission complete papa i, I i'm i'm totally good with that and broward heron kicking in for sure uh game was a rest game for our main squad yes most definitely it was a rest game it was definitely a rest game um 
Okay, and Mr. Krabs said he watched it on, on Fox, so he didn't see it. Well, uh, since you saw it on Fox and you couldn't be able to see it, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll put it up for you now. So if you guys could be able to see on this graphic, it shows sort of where the attacking zones are between Orlando and Inter-Miami. And as you can see on Inter-Miami's side, it's pretty even, right? You got 40% coming out the left wing, 40% on the right wing, and then 10 and 10 left channel and right channel, which sort of uh, reminds me of the Neville days, right? And uh, and a lot of people are probably going to clown that because we don't have Neville anymore. Uh, where we weren't necessarily playing Neville ball, but hey, look, let me tell you something: the crosses were kind of working. And then over on the Orlando City side, you start to see that there's a huge, huge discrepancy here. You have 45% on the left wing, you have 18% on the right wing, 23% on the left channel, and then 14% on the right channel, which is very surprising. Because let's take a look at this image by Orlando, right? 45% on the left wing. That means that they were attacking more towards Yedlin's side than Noah Allen. Now, that strikes me very, very crazily. Not because I think Noah Allen's garbage. Because, by the way, I, I love Noah Allen. The battered herons are a thousand percent supporters of Noah Allen. We love him. And we loved seeing his growth. But if I was to see it sort of evenly based and say, who would I rather attack as a coach or as a player, Noah Allen or Yedlin, I probably would go after the younger player, the more inexperienced player versus going after Yedlin. Um, but it, that's not what this graphic shows. It shows that they went almost half the time towards the left wing. I mean, that's incredible. 45%. The attacks were happening from the left wing. Now, I do know that Orlando has the tendency to spread wide and they have the tendency. Listen, Joe Kerr, I'm not hating. I'm not hating on him. I We love Noah. We started the hashtag free Noah Allen. Okay. Because uh, one thing that I really, really don't like is that Phil Neville had him locked up. Or, I mean, I don't want to say he had him locked up, but for whatever reason, he just wasn't using him. Uh, he wasn't using him as often. But yes, Joe Kerr, like you're mentioning in the chat, uh, it looked a lot like Neville Ball. Uh, and that's how you can tell that we just weren't having any any sort of cohesiveness down the middle. So that didn't help. But hopefully you guys appreciate that little graphic uh, that I ended up putting there because that, that, that kind of opened my eyes in terms of what the attack was uh, on the Orlando City side, right? Now, proceeding to talk about the first half, um, I really wanted to see Stefanelli come in or Miller, and Miller was basically coming in in the second half, but he was kind of slated to start in the first half because Kristoff ended up getting hurt. Uh, and, and, and guys, did you guys see the sauce by Campana? Campana with that nasty move trying to beat beat a guy down and, and I don't know the right word for this in in football so I'm just going to use the word that I use in basketball the baseline uh he was for sure oh yes and Mike V uh, mentioning hashtag free Ascona Ascona is phenomenal I I, I want to see some more of Ascona but I mean unfortunately when Messi Busquets and Alba come back that's not going to happen that is that's definitely not going to happen so we end up finishing the first half okay and by the time that we ended up finishing the first half the score was zero zero no goals and uh from what i can gather online it seemed like everybody was sort of happy with uh with with the score uh not too happy with the way that we were playing but obviously everybody's sort of being uh as uh you know as hopeful as possible uh, that we were going to sort of crescendo back uh, in the second half, right? So the second half starts, and then we basically had some some crucial substitutions. We had we had Kamal Miller come in for Kristoff, and this is one thing I wanted to mention. Sailor came in for Aviles. Who saw that? Who saw Sailor coming over McVeigh, right? him getting substituted instead of McVeigh coming in. And I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. I thought that, if anything, McVeigh would be a little bit more favored than Sailor. Uh, but I guess Sailor is, uh, I guess he, 
he's doing pretty well in the eyes of the coaching staff and uh, doing, I guess, a little bit better than McVay. And so he ended up getting, you know, brought in over McVay. So that's something that really kind of caught my eye as well. And beautifully made seven minutes later, David Ruiz gets a goal, homegrown player, right? Not bought. He gets a beautiful goal, beautiful rebound, by the way, which you guys that are trashing Joseph, that was because he decided to make the attempt to score the goal. If it wasn't for that or the pass, right? Because the pass put him in the perfect place. But that shot that he took, listen, I'm pretty sure he would have preferred it on his right side. But Joseph is one to take the shot left or right side. That's one thing that I do have to give him over Campana is that Campana, nine times out of ten, you're going to see him try to push it over to his left side. Whereas Joseph, even though he's not on his game right now, he's the kind of player that he's going to take it wherever he can get it. He's not going to be one of these guys like, for example, Campana always pushing it to his left. Robbie Robinson never goes to his left. Uh, to his left, he pushes it to his right every single time. Uh, and and for all intents and purposes, unfortunately, Taylor, who is one of our faves, right, Neymar Light, he's another one that sort of always pushes it to his right, which is crazy. It drives me crazy because if you're sort of an offensive-minded player and you work on your craft all the time, every single day. Eh, Look, Darusha, I'm not telling you, Darusha, I'm not telling you that he is like a Hall of Famer, that he is a great player, because he's not, especially now, right? A couple years ago, he was he was something, right? But right now, yeah, I agree with you. He's not great. I'm not going to say he's getting trash here by the day. He's just not, I really don't even know what to call it. I really don't even know what to call it. It's funny because he had so many opportunities early when we had Messi, but then little by little, he started just losing it and losing it. And then the minutes started coming down. And then you start seeing the inefficiencies by uh, by Martinez. And then you just fall out of favor, especially as a striker, as an attacker. You're expected to put the ball in the back of the net. And if you have players... And we're talking about world-class players, right? We're not talking about like Pizarro, right? World-class players that are supplying you with the with the opportunities to be able to put the ball in the back of the net and you can't, then that's bad news for you, Poppy. Bad news. Uh, yeah, Joe Kerr, at some point, I am going to have Jose Duran running this podcast, I promise you. At some point. At some point, we will. Uh, I don't want to say that too. I mean, he's he's watching. Thank you for watching, Poppy. Uh, I know that you're watching. That doesn't mean that you're going to come down and run it right now, okay? But for sure, you're going to be running it soon at some point in the future. I promise. All right. So getting back to the game. So we had the goal by homegrown Dabi Ruiz, not bought, right? And then, and that was around the 53rd minute. Now, later on, Yedlin ended up getting suspended. And I mean, not suspended. He ended, he ended up getting a yellow card around the 55th minute. But then a, a, an image comes up saying that he is suspended. So I guess he got the consecutive yellow deal where he's suspended in the next game, which I don't believe, I, as a matter of fact, I, I, I think I know this for to be certain. It's not going to be for the U.S. Open Cup match, but it is going to be in the next match that we have next Saturday. Now. I do know that if he is suspended for the next game, and then after that, I think if you don't get a certain amount of yellow cards, you get like a like a conduct thing. Um, and you can be able to sort of kind of fall back into favor. Uh, but the next game that's within our MLS schedule is Inter-Miami against NYCFC next Saturday at 7.30. And that one is where he is apparently going to be suspended for. Uh and you're asking T98 car spare, why did he get a yellow card? I believe it was because he was like holding the ball and sort of chomping at the bit, uh, sort of talking a little shit to one of the Orlando players. And uh, and Sean, yeah, it's just like you said, just like what I thought. Yeah, it's an MLS game, not for Open Cup. So Open Cup, he's going to be good for that. But the next game, 
which is against NYCFC. That one is the one where he's probably going to be missing. Um, so for sure, it's it's going to be. I mean, look, I think that Yedlin has improved this year. He's definitely improved, and I think that having the big three has definitely helped him in his progression as a player with the team. Uh, and this I agree with too, Sanguine. Uh, Sanguine mentioning in the chat that Yedlin getting suspended is a blessing in disguise. He was due for arrest anyway. Listen, there was like two plays where he was, uh, su it looked like he was just super gassed. I mean, he's he's over there with uh, Angulo, who is just fast as hell, man. To be able to catch up to that guy is just phenomenal. So for sure, um, that's somebody that, that does need rest. And Rob Vank, welcome. Sorry Messi didn't play. Here's your question. For any more updates on Messi, will he play on Wednesday? Supposedly, he will be playing. Uh, he just had muscular problems or some sort of problems. And yes, he will be playing supposedly. Uh, and he will be playing on Wednesday. So, I mean, we're talking about playing for, for some hardware, Bobby. We're talking about playing for some hardware. I, yeah, he's going to play. He's going to be playing. Now, is the NYCFC match, is that going to be at Yankee Stadium? No, that's actually going to be here in Drive Pink Stadium in South Florida. So, guys, if you guys have tickets, hope to see you guys out there. And if you don't, get yourself some tickets. Go out there. It's a it's a great experience to be able to go to the ball, to the to the park, uh, to the stadium, and to be able to watch these guys even before Messi came. Uh, you know, before Messi came, I think it was even a little bit more better because it was more intimate. Now it's just a little bit more lively because you have a lot more uh, fans that are that are more. I don't want to say more passionate, but you have a lot more fans um, that that are just uh, sort of chanting and, and and screaming. So that's always very good. Now, uh, Matt Beck is asking, who's our backup right back, Taylor? Yeah, Taylor would probably be him. Uh, I've never seen Noah Allen play right back. I do know, and you guys are not going to like this answer. I know that you guys are not going to like this answer. I do know that Uyoa at some point has played right back. So I don't want to be the one that breaks news here, but I think that if Yedlin doesn't play, we might see Uyoa in the right back. We might be seeing your guys' favorite player, a.k.a. Uyoa Haslam, okay, playing right back for your Inter-Miami CF, okay? But don't say that I'm the one that told you that because then a lot of people are going to kill me. So, speaking on the second half, right, Unfortunately, we end up seceding a goal, and this was in the 66th minute, I believe. Let me see. Let me look. Let me look at what's happening here. So yes, it was uh, the 66th minute that we ended up getting a goal scored on us by Duncan McGuire, which that just I, I don't want to put the blame on anybody defensively because uh, I felt like defensively it, they were playing the playing pretty well. But there was some sort of a collision between two players where the boss just sort of ended up skidding towards the goal. And then Duncan, hey, look, as a striker, you just have to capitalize on those kind of plays. And he ended up capitalizing when needed. And uh, listen, preach, Darusha, preach. 200 plus are watching and there's only seven guys. What are we doing here, guys? You can literally swipe down on the chat or do something there. One swipe thumb to the like button, and then come right back in. It's as easy as that, guys. Come on. What are we doing, guys? Drop the beer, swipe it down, thumb it up, and keep it moving, guys. Put some respect, guys. Let's go. Let's go. There we go, Richard Greenberg. And super califragilistic. Are you talking about the goal by Duncan, or are you talking about the goal by David Ruiz? Because the goal by Duncan was good as well. Like I said, he ended up really catching that opportunity, and he took he took advantage of it. He ended up taking advantage of that big time. So, and, and look, like I said before, strikers are supposed to be right place, right time kind of guys. So 
when it comes to him getting on board and, and or getting one on board for the team, that's just expected out of you, right? Um, and and Jean, Jean Louisville saying, I don't know what to say about Joseph Martinez. Listen, I don't know what to say about him either. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I wish I could tell you that there's one, two, three problems with him and we could just solve them very easily. You know, I mean, we're, we're basically getting this guy, you know, for free 99 this year, right? Clara saying, show some effing respect. Hit the like button, guys. Come on, come on. So getting back to what I was saying about Joseph, right? We're getting this guy for free 99. And obviously we want to try to get as much out of him as possible. And if he's not putting up points, if he's not taking advantage of the opportunities that he has, then, I mean, at some point, you're just going to have to kind of bail out on that plan to begin with because, listen, you have Campana that legitimately, talking about talking about the, the, the two at the top, right? Campana's scored goals when he's on the field without Messi, without Jordi Alba. I mean, how can you be able to compare the 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 progression between Joseph Martinez and Campana when Campana has scored goals without having the best player on the entire freaking planet with him I mean I'm not delusional guys right I mean I don't know too much about football except pitch and all this other kind of stuff but I mean guys am I delusional here for a player to be able to score goals without the greatest player of all time on the pitch with you, and I'm not saying every single goal that he made was without Messi. There's goals that he made with, with Messi. But he scored goals without Messi. Has Joseph scored goals without Messi? I'm going to have to take a look at that. That's actually some interesting information. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to pull that up. I'm going to pull that up shortly as we as we move along. So Later on, we ended up getting a couple substitutions, and one of the substitutions was uh, Farias comes in for Joseph Martinez. So finally, Joseph Martinez gets uh, off the field. We got Facundo. Finally, the Facundo versus Facundo matchup that we had been waiting for all day happened. Uh, and Mike V mentioning, yes, he scored goals, PKs. I guess you can call those without Messi. Um and this is this is this is the point right here, Andy the Crimson. Yeah, he's just lost his confidence. And and, uh, and one point that I want to mention here, Chayapa or Chalapa, is mentioning that no one here is uh, talking about how slow Campana is going to the goal post to be able to take a pass from the other forward. Listen, he's 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 he doesn't have very high speed, but he he gets a really good working run with him. Um, you know he he gets a really good working run with him he's a good he's uh he's not fast but he generates speed very quickly but then once he gets into his running into his running steps he's not very fast you guys are lucky that you didn't see schneider borgelin run cuz borgelin was awfully slow he was awfully slow and Tharusha is mentioning we need messi on wednesday yes uh yeah, we need Messi because, yes, Houston is tearing it the hell up. He is tearing it the hell up. And, Rohan, you're, you're, you're mentioning that I'm not ready for that Joseph Open Cup winner. <laughs> is that what you're predicting? Is that official? Are you putting that on stone that Joseph will be getting, sealing, sealing an Open Cup winning goal? Is that what's happening? And uh, and and Rob Vank, am I going to be doing a match day vlog for the final? That should be fun. Uh, listen, who knows, guys? I'm just starting to learn how to use this little iPhone thing. So, listen, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so, moving on into the game, right? Farias comes in. You feel a little bit of the change happening in the game. But in reality, no goals happen after that. Arroyo gets a yellow card. Uh, Robbie Robinson comes in for Taylor, which Taylor was just exhausted. He's just exhausted. And Robbie Robinson actually playing kind of cute too. I'm actually surprised that he 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 didn't really mess up anything poor, too too poorly. And then Kremaski, who looks like he was just rolling 
uh, in a wheelchair the last five minutes of the game. Uyoa comes in for him to make sort of a defensive stance, and then the game is over, and we ended up taking the game 1-1, and I love it because here's Orlando thinking that they're going to walk away with the win, that this is a cupcake game, and we ended up throwing some pie in their face and saying, hey, guess what? You guys are going to have to eat this tie. 1-1, we each get one point, and we stay right where we are. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the standings, okay? Now that we're off in the second half, off of the second half, we're going to talk a little bit about the standings. Now, the standings that I have up here are off of Google, which we are still in 14th place in the East. We have 32 points. And NYCFC holding in ninth place has 37. So now we are five points away from holding the ninth seed. And the best part about that is, is that NYCFC is the team that we will be playing in our next MLS game six days from now. So the destiny is held within our hands. And honestly, I, I, I kind of like that as a fan, as a, as a, as a fan of a team that I want to be able to make the playoffs, I feel like there's no better destiny than the destiny that you hold in your hands. The moment that you start waiting for the ball to bounce one way or the other in the standings, that's when you're going to have a scary time. Cause now you're starting to watch teams like, you know, Montreal play against like real salt Lake and all this kind of garbage. So you don't want that kind of business. You want to be able to hold your own destiny in your hands uh, and you can be able to sort of understand where it is that you're going to fall when it comes to uh, when it comes to your place in the MLS and in the playoff hunt, right? So again, you know, like I mentioned, we have uh, 32 points. Charlotte has 33 points. Chicago in 12th place has 34 points. As a matter of fact, let me see if I can be able to just get a, a quick image up of the standings unless my computer decides to just blow up out of nowhere. Let's see here. So we have uh, the point values are here. So yeah, we're about five points away from NYCFC. And yeah, I, I can't pull this up. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, you're just going to have to take my word for it and hope that I'm not lying to you. So <laughs> so we have, again, uh, going over it again, in Miami has 32 points. Uh, Charlotte in 13th place has 33. Chicago has 34. NYC and uh, the New York Red Bulls have 34 as well. They're tied with Chicago. And then DC United have 36. And in ninth place, we have NYCFC in, with 37 points. And they're actually also tied with Montreal. So if the right things decide to happen, then we can quite possibly be able to, to skip over to the eighth seed instead of just the ninth seed, right? So that's actually that's actually pretty good. And the crazy thing is, is that we have the New York Rebels who play Chicago next Saturday. Let's see here. So we have uh we have uh the Rebels that play Chicago next Saturday, which as I mentioned, you have the Rebels in Chicago that are both tied at 34. So one of those guys are not gonna one of those guys are not gonna be able to go up. Uh, I mean, hopefully they both tie and they just stay right where they are so we could just leapfrog them. You have New England that plays against Charlotte next week. And obviously, we'd want New England to get that win. So that way, Charlotte just stays where they're at and we can be able to leapfrog them. Uh, we have Orlando City against Montreal. Unfortunately, guys, we're going to have to hope that Orlando City win that game. And then we have uh, Toronto against Cincinnati. I mean, who cares about Toronto, right? And Cincinnati is the number one seed, so I don't really care anything about that game. You have Columbus who plays Philadelphia, which Columbus and Philadelphia are sort of in their own like little battle up there in the third and fourth place. Uh, so we can leave them alone. And then later on, we end up having, basically those are the only teams that we would have to wait for uh, in order to be able to see kind of where the chips fall. So... A lot of good games to look forward to on Saturday, not just ours. Uh, and 
Baldwin, the thing is, we don't have to win. So Baldwin's chiming in in the chat. We have to win every game to make nine. And with luck, maybe eighth. We don't have to win every game. I mean, look, if we win every single game, we might make eighth or seventh possibly. And I'll let I'll let Danny do the math. He knows all of math stuff. He knows how to math really well. I don't. Um, but for the for the point of of obviously getting into the playoffs, we don't need a win every single game. We just need to be able to win all of our games except for one. One of them we can afford a loss. But if we win the other games, which which it's it's super super obtainable super obtainable i definitely can be able to see that happening so you know we have we have teams that we that we could potentially be able to beat we have nycfc we have chicago we have cincinnati and we have charlotte and charlotte again so guys i mean this is this is potentially something that we'll be looking forward to in terms of making it to uh to the playoffs and, and joe kerr look you're a thousand percent correct. Wednesday is the priority. That's a fact. You know, another piece of hardware uh, in our trophy case, and with no spying involved, like what Orlando does, right? I mean, that I mentioned on Twitter that Orlando, I think, ended up hiring like a SEAL team to be able to go spy on their on the on the high school team that they ended up playing in the in the U.S. Open Cup. So. You know, we're we're not like that, guys. We don't need that. We don't need to hire a SEAL team in order to spy on a high school team. And, and again, I mean, you, you're out here. You're out here with one of the best names of all time. Inter Miami is well balanced. Not win uh, the rest of the matches. Again, we don't have to win every match. We don't have to win every match. So. And Giovanni is is mentioning here, and I'm going to read it out because it's a pretty long comment. He's mentioning, wait, you guys didn't know we are in position 9 with this draw because the ones in position 9 and 10 played two games more than us in the 11th and 12th played one more game than us. Yeah, we have two games in hand against some of the opponents. So, I mean, we're, we're not in ninth place in terms of the placement, but the, we do have the potential of being in that ninth place most definitely. So. Listen, playoffs are not out of hand. Don Capacito, one of the best Inter Miami fans you can find out there. I hope you're watching because the playoffs are coming, Poppy, and we're coming for the playoffs. And you better be in line because the playoffs are coming and we're going to be there. Okay. As long as Danny maths the math correctly, tomorrow you guys will have a way better response or. I guess uh, a way, a way better explanation of how the numbers will be broken down. Uh, Jean is mentioning Aviles needs to get lecture for sure. He's gonna get tremendo papau, tremendo papau, uh, and and super califragilistic. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I'm not holding it alone, guys. You know how many other people I got with me? I got 194 people with me. So thank you guys so much. For showing out, because I'm not doing this alone. I'm doing with this. I'm doing this with 194 people, right? So and 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 my son asking to like and sub, so we win the playoffs. I mean, hopefully, if you like and sub, we win the playoffs. But if we don't, don't take back your likes and your subs. Don't do that. That's not nice, right? So, guys, I went over a little bit about how the game broke down. We went over a little bit about how we're built, not bought. Thomas Aviles is legitimately a crazy person and a half. I'm hoping that at some point he can be able to calm his nerves down because he is a, a little bit off the head. He's a little bit off the hinges. Uh, listen, and you're you're saying it right there. I'm not alone. Let's go, herons. See, and I want you guys to know something. We know that we're saying herons and not herons, and I'm not I'm not going to cover that, but I just want you guys to know that. And article athletic is mentioning Robinson doesn't have it. Listen, Robinson hasn't had a lot of, a lot of opportunities, and everybody calls him Robbie Glasslegs. And uh, I feel like it's not fair to call him Robbie Glasslegs, but dude, he just keeps getting injured. He has some bad luck, man. He has some bad luck. You know what it is like to be a professional athlete, a professional soccer player, and you just 
you suffer a lot of injuries like that and and the, this sport just it kills you in your legs so I, I can only imagine what what he has to go through uh and and before we go ahead and end the podcast tonight i can see four wins and draw against cincy that's what sharath is mentioning will it put us through playoffs uh, i think so i think so <laughs> i think so i think most definitely and alito is saying miami trophy on wednesday guys if you say it it'll happen you're speaking it into existence alito so i believe it okay guys so before we wrap it up again i want to thank all of you guys for chiming in all of you guys for hanging out with me in the chat uh on this beautiful sunday night after a 1-1 tie against orlando shitty uh football club right barney and the gang in their sandbox thank you guys so much for chiming in the chat you guys are definitely and legitimately the best part of this podcast of this show without you guys uh we'd be nothing and we definitely appreciate that literally from the bottom of our hearts so thank you guys so much to be able to sort of hang out interact and and see some of your reactions about this game about the play and i can't wait to see you guys tomorrow because tomorrow we're going to be covering the game that we have on wednesday against houston and again, we might have a couple guests on for that episode as well. So again, thank you guys so much. You guys are the best part of the show. Uh, for those of you that are not listening on YouTube and you guys are listening on audio, uh, thank you guys so much for chiming in and 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 of course for for listening to us on Apple, on Spotify, and guys on your streaming platforms. Go ahead and and put five stars, all that other kind of stuff. Put a comment. Uh, say Danny is a piece of shit. Uh, since he always calls me a piece of shit and uh and guys that's that thank you guys so much again for all that you guys do and by the way if you guys are interested in any of the shirts that we wear that are from the battered fans uh that are from the battered fans network here we have the batterfans.com website you can find messy shirts campana shirts guys you can even get some knicks shirts you can be able to get the dolphins i mean the dolphins had literally and i just want to mention this one thing here guys uh, and this has this has to do with the egg-shaped football like what uh esteban dito says today the miami dolphins had such an, a, a historic game guys if you didn't watch it watch it and then go check out the battered fin show okay you guys have to watch it historical game if you guys are just as jacked up as i am go on batterfans.com get a shirt from there whether it's the campana shirt whether it's a messy shirt or if you want to get the homegrown shirt go ahead and check that website out we got all kinds of stuff there for you and until the next one have a good one